time zone you are in. Thank you for joining us for the She's So Out of Order podcast, where we discuss learning to push through your flaws and imperfections rather than hiding them in the dark. In this podcast, we will learn how to confront, heal, and deal with our issues as a community. We are controversial, funny, and safe in that order. In this episode, We are going to need a bigger bed, the polygamy edition. We will be discussing topics surrounding the polygamy community. And I am your co-host, Siv, and our host and founder, Eureka the Truth. Eureka, I will pass it on to you. Hey, 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 what's up, listeners? This is your girl, Eureka the Truth. Oh, Lord. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, This episode right here. I, I, all I know is I'm going to be clutching my pearls a lot, um, but I definitely do think it's something that uh, as our community, we definitely need to discuss about and to become more educated about it. Um, so I'm excited um, that one of my um, freshman sisters, uh, KK, who was also a former guest before, you know, came to me with this idea and I said, hey, why not? Let's go ahead and let's, let's get it going. Um, so um, her and her husband is going to be joining us to do this episode. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to bring up Makai, Mikhail, and Kayla Sanders. How y'all doing today? All right, here we go. We're yeah. good. Yeah, we're good. How you doing? Thank you for slaughtering my name. <laughs> I knew it was, and I had really worked real hard on it. I even went to the whole thing of just saying, yeah. think about it, it's like kale, and then just put the M on, and I still butchered it. My, my bad, man. Charge it to my 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 head, not my heart. <laughs> yeah, we're so used to it. But yeah, um, thank you for having us on your podcast, and we are, um, I personally am a little nervous talking about it because I've never we've never had this subject talked about on a platform. Yeah, is this mostly pu- a public forum? <laughs> right. yeah, we've never really discussed on a public forum. But huh? hey, let's, let's get it. Okay, well, y'all tell us a little bit ab- about yourself. You know what what you got going on, what you do. You know whatever it is that you you know you want us to know. Just starting off. Yeah, yeah. We um, Mikkel and Kayla. I'm from Philly. She's from Miami. Um, we have been together for what about eight years? Eight years, yeah, eight years. Okay, eight years. We have um, four children, and we live in Atlanta, or actually right outside Atlanta. Um, we own a medical—I would say a, a herb. Not want to say medical, but a herb company for natural healing. We do sea moss also. Um, but we entrepreneurs. I don't really I don't punch no clocks have multiple businesses um and we have been practicing a form of um, poly which is called polygyny 
which is um, one man and um, multiple women. We've been practicing, I would say, living like that for like the last how many years, you would say? Maybe four, four to six years. Yeah, I was, Cause it's around Micah when he was born. Okay. I think it's after he was born. Yeah, four to six, around five, six. He's about five, yeah, five six, he's years. six. Yeah, yeah so. five, six years. Um, but yeah, that's 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 about a little summary about us. Yeah. You want to say something? Baby? No, you said it all. all right, <laughs> well, thank you all, you know, so much for you know being willing um, to kind of come out. And to talk about this, I mean, you know, it's a lot of people that's probably is participating in their lifestyle, you know, but they are afraid to come out and talk about it because they don't want to be, you know, uh, you know, subjected to judgment. Um, so I thank you all for just, you know, allowing us, you know, into one of y'all most intimate, um, you know, stuff that you got going on. So, you know, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and just get on in here and ask the question. So, Sib, take it away. What's the first question? Okay, so first question is, what are the different types of polygamy? Um, I know you mentioned one type, and I have never personally heard um, that term used. So I'm definitely, and Eureka as well, we're definitely interested in, you know, learning more about the different types um, of polygamy that sort of sit underneath that umbrella. So if you could give us a little history about that. So um, in the poly world, it's such like people are so politically correct. Okay. When it has its own little, um, um, if you say the wrong thing, is always that person who know a lot more that's going to try to check everything. But um, polygyny, our form is um, one man, multiple women. Polyamorous is um, a, a, a woman having multiple men. Okay. Um, for as a whole, there's a lot of people that just practice, you know, free poly and they just do whatever they want to do. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, we, we like to say that we, we do more of a, a structured polygyny when it's not just my choice. I'm going to just go out and just deal with women. I'm not going to go out and just see whoever is giving me eye contact and go and mess with them. There has to be some type of like, um, um, economic purpose for mm -hmm. us to be there that's that's more on building and it has to be some some tangible benefit and it's okay. not just like you like me just like the same thing that would be for people who who practice monogamy it, it has to be some benefit outside of you know in addition to just we like each other so that's actually what i what i practice now was not just you know it's not for everybody, even if people that, that want to get involved, it yeah. has to be a good fit for myself and my family. Okay. All right. Interesting. Um, so in reference to polygyny, did I say it correctly? Correct. Yeah, you did. Okay. So I am curious, and Eureka as well, um, why polygyny and why not polygamy? And whose idea was this to begin with in your household and in your relationship? So, so one, so why one man and multiple women and not a woman and multiple men? Correct. Or um, if, 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 
Well, it's it's I, I, well for us and 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 people. This this kind of ruffles people's feathers in a way because polygyny, you know, is biblical. It's it's all in the Bible. Um, a man having multiple wives is all in the Bible. Um, culturally, um, as people of color, it was what we did anyway before we were introduced to Western civilization. Okay. Um, and, that, and that was because of purpose of control, because if they feel like they can dim our numbers and that means they can control us more. So they would, okay. you know, the, the master would determine that you can only marry who they say you can marry. And they turned it into um, uh, monogamy. So that was that was never really our culture um, initially. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, they practice um, polygyny, but not structured and just sleeping with multiple people and and. And you know, multiple women, their own, you know, themselves. So that's so why not that is because there's 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 genetic reasons why. Okay. And um because you can't put multiple seeds in one hole. Okay. Um and 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 the woman is pretty much the carrier of the man's legacy. So if she's carrying multiple men's legacy, which she doesn't know who, you know, she gets pregnant, she don't know who's the father, then she doesn't know who she's teaming up with to you know, perpetuate, you know, that man's legacy into that child. Um, and then also, we don't just do it for sexual reasons. Um, if we did it just yeah. for sexual reasons, then it would be tainted. Um, just like if you were in a relationship with, a, you know, a man or a woman for just mm-hmm. sexual reasons, you can never really embrace who that person really is and cultivate each other. Okay, makes sense. And that that goes back to what you mentioned earlier with the economic economic reasons correct right that that, that's one and and also like the psychology of it all you know and and what we believe again people you know to each his own but for you know what we believe is the structure of you know and 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 this rubs people the wrong way as far as the you know the man taking the lead or being Mm -hmm. the head um and, and it's not a it's not a a a tyrant the man shouldn't be a tyrant he shouldn't be you know, you know, mean, um, um, bullheaded, aggressive, and a, a monster. It's mm-hmm. just he's the he's the representative of the family. Okay. Um, and so, you know, anything with two heads is a freak. So, you know, you don't have successful companies with two CEOs. There's there's a structure that comes along with it, and that's pretty much how we run ours. I also want to add in there um, a scripture. Exodus twenty one ten says, "If he take him another wife." her food, her raiment, and her duty of marriage, shall he not diminish. So meaning he, the scripture is saying that if he takes another wife, he can take another wife. Just don't don't take away her food, don't take away her raiment, her duty of marriage. Don't push her to the side for some other woman. Like if you, you know, like if you can't, if you can't really flourish in your relationship with monogamy, mm-hmm. you shouldn't bring something else in. That means you shouldn't have a child. I know a lot of people be like babysitting the relationship. No, they don't. You, you shouldn't bring in another child. You shouldn't bring in a, a dog. You shouldn't bring in another woman. You shouldn't add anything to that until you're able to master what you have going on currently. So that's okay. why when he, he won't bring in someone else, it's not just for sex. It's not just for sex. It's, so, it's more to it. Sex ain't the, the <clears throat> top notch in any relationship. If sex is the, the, the best thing that you have right now, then you should start over. You shouldn't even right. make it. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I believe you answered it, um, but let me just clarify. So mm-hmm. who ideal 
was this? Who came to who and said we want to be in do the poly thing? Mikhail. Whatever. <laughs> I, I brought it up as, as something I saw, and okay. Kayla was the one who initiated it. Oh, okay. Wait, go hold on now. Yeah, I got to clarify that a little a little bit more. So he brought it up, and correct me if I'm wrong, Mikhail. Mikhail said he brought it up as something he saw maybe on TV or you know heard about it through a friend. And his no, I wife. You on YouTube. I was watching. I okay. Lost on YouTube, and I brought YouTube. it up. He yeah. brought it up, but his Kayla. wife mm -hmm. initiated it. Meaning, did she, Kayla? Did you initiate it in in the form of um, approaching, you know, other women and your husband to say, I think she might be a good fit, in in that manner? All right. Let's yeah. say. Let's say this. We're gonna be a little vulnerable right now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So okay. we we started off in just playing, right? Uh huh. Which I don't recommend. Okay. We started off like ha having yeah having some extracurriculars with other women. Gotcha. And I know, and and I I don't recommend that. Okay. Um, and I'll tell you why after after this, but but let's say that I brought it up, Kayla initiated. Okay. Oh. And I mean, we're grown, we're grown at the end of the day. So yeah, me right. initiating was just like, hey, I think this person would be a good fit because, you know, let's see what happens here. Let's see what's going on. <laughs> but, you know, as time progressed. We evolved. Exactly. We had to evolve. We had to be, we had to be responsible and mature about it and understand that you can't leave someone with an emotional deficit of sampling mm -hmm. something that can't deal with permanently if they wanted to do that. Yeah, and you're messing with people's lives, their souls, like and their you, emotions. Yeah, yeah, these are people. You can't just play around people's emotions. Whether you're in a monogamous relationship or a polygyny relationship, you cannot play with people's feelings, emotions. People are crazy. So, yeah. 100% okay. agree. So now this leads me to my next question. Um, I guess this will be for you, KK. When he originally came to you with that, like, did you feel some type of way? Did you feel like jealous? Did you feel like, okay, is he telling me that I am not enough for him, that I'm not satisfying him, that he feels that he wants to bring another woman into what we already got? Talk of a course. little bit about that. Of course I did. Um, I would love to say that I was just like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. Yeah, let's do it. No, I wasn't raised in the mindset or in the house with, with, um, well, okay. I was not raised with it being a, a, a poly relationship being open. Now my father, bless his soul, my stepdad passed away, um, when I was in college and, um, he was, uh, it was rumored that he, he had some women on the side. And, um, but my mom never saw anything. Nobody ever came to the house or anything like that. But it was rumored. And my dad, very handsome, charming man, just just sweet man. He called everybody Shirley. I'm Haitian. So Shirley Boo Boo. That's how he talked to all the women. You know, so in, in Haitian men, island men in general are known they, for they, having multiple women. They enjoy the company of other women. Exactly. Even in un, unorthodox situations. Exactly. So my growing up, my mindset was more like, well, whatever I don't know won't hurt me. But the fact that, but the fact that this man brought it to me, I was appreciative that he's honest. But I was just like, 
what does this mean for me? Like, what does this mean for us? And what is our dynamic going to look like? So I did question myself. I questioned, was I good enough? I questioned, why does he want somebody else? I questioned, am I doing, an, am I not doing enough in the bedroom at home? Um, and, you know, we had to have some serious heart to heart conversations. And again, like he said earlier, we had to evolve. I had to grow as a woman and I had to learn what jealousy actually was. Why did I feel jealous? Why did I have these insecurities? Because a lot of women say they're not insecure. They're not jealous until they are placed in a situation where you're under a microscope and you're like, yeah, you said you weren't jealous. You said you weren't insecure, but here it is. And it's showing up. So as we evolved, I evolved in maturity in myself to not have those type of emotions and feelings anymore. So I did have those feelings at first. Do I have them now, five years later? I do not. Okay. Wow. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know about Sia, but I, I have to salute you um, because I don't think I would have been able to do that. No, no. You know, I'm old school. My grandma was born in 1941. The one thing my grandma always said, two cootie cats don't belong in the same household. So for you to be able to say, hey, I'm, I'm on this. My husband is being real enough and coming to me on this. And he uh, instead of doing what a lot of other men's doing, going behind my back and you being able to accept that and embrace it. And as you all said, evolved with it and be able to put um, feelings to the side. Um, I think it's amazing. Um, I, I can honestly say I ain't, I ain't got it in me. So, hey, uh, salute to you, queen. <laughs> You know, you know, you say, you say, um, you said something, you said old school, right? And believe it or not, this is the, the oldest school form of what we call marriage that ever existed. Monogamy is, is, is new school, believe it or not. And, and you start, you starting to see that. Oh, you've, I mean, we've always seen that. My dad didn't stay home. You know what I'm saying? A lot of our fathers stepped out, even for the ones that's been together for an extended period of time. They've all stepped out. If that's the the man's number one issue, and and his sexuality was was given by God, there has to be something more to it, because he's not gonna give us anything that we can't be successful at. So why you know he wouldn't give us the ability to make a baby every day of the year, and a woman can only get pregnant once a month or twelve times out of the year. The 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 math doesn't even make sense. And so for that to be the only thing that's holding a man back from being, you know, at his top potential as what, you know, what they would call a father, a husband and a friend is, you know, his dick is getting him in trouble all the time. There has to be something done or there has to be something that makes sense and or at least a structure where he can have some type of ability or release. It has to be something like that. If, if that's the number one thing that keeps men away from their families and their children or keep them consistent. And may I add to that? I, I'm, again, I'm Haitian. So I've seen a lot of infidelity, a lot of it. My uncles, you know, <clears throat> anyways, my parents, um, I've been cheated on numerous of times in different relationships. Um, my siblings, I have sisters and brothers and everyone's had their fair share of some type of cheating, you know, mainly on the man part. However, so I look at that and I say, when he brought this to me, I was just like, it really is their makeup. It really is their nature. And to, to desire multiple, 
me and I know there's some women that desire multiple men I, I, that's not for me maybe if that was me at my core then I would be like mm, not a thing gonna work like if you want to have multiple women I gotta have multiple men but that's not even me like in my single life I don't believe in having sex with multiple partners I just that was never my thing I dated one guy at a time mm -hmm. um so when he brought it to me I already was thinking about my dad my uncles um my brothers like and, and matter of fact, one of my brothers lives a polygynous lifestyle. Both of his his women live together in the household. So, and and in some families, the women do not live together in the same house. It's ideal for everyone to live in the same house, but it doesn't always work out like that. Depending on their dynamic, and right? What they want. Yeah, this it's not really a, a, a one size fits all. Mm -hmm. I just think as long as it's like you know respect, mutual respect, and honor between everybody. That's the that's the main thing. Okay. Agreed. Um, and I, just so you guys know, full transparency, my uh, ideal or my ideas of, you know, the, the poly lifestyle and what I've seen on TV, you know, was everybody under the same roof um, or if not the same roof, you know, maybe right next door. Um, to one another and sharing these responsibilities and things like that. So now, you know, in speaking with you, it's more so, okay, to your point, one size doesn't fit all. And I'm, I guess I'm trying to wrap my head around that, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis, how, how different that would look from what I've seen um, on TV. Well, I was I, you know, when you, when you look, when you understand how they do TV, they, they already right. have a narrative that they're trying to push out. So, you know, I've, we, we have, we have friends that have, he has two women in the house and he has two women outside, you know, mm -hmm. and, and it just depends. Cause you know, every, everybody's not meant to be a wife. I hate to say it like that. Everybody's not meant to be the, homemaker wife a man might have a woman that he's that he's with that is the business head and she's you know a little bit more um you know as you know as they would say masculine she's not really a domesticated type you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and him dealing with her outside the house and they have their own thing and it's you know it's mutually beneficial for for them might be the best scenario because there's some women don't be don't want to be around a man every day you know she may want to be may want to see him two or three times a week, twice a week, and that's good for her. And they talk every now and then, but they have that commitment. It, it, it depends. It, um, mm -hmm. So it's not that one size fits all. Everybody's not coming into the house in the same room and all that shit. It's just not. That's not mm -hmm. the way to. You don't. You don't force like when you do with anybody. You don't force them into a space that they're really not comfortable in, or that's not really them. You. You. The whole thing is. Is you know. It's structure, but it's to a point of, of freedom. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, fidelity within their construct is what's really important. And that's what's important for me. I'm not dealing with no woman that's dealing with multiple people, that's dealing with multiple guys. And, he, and even even to the point where, you know, if, if I meet a woman that's bisexual, she's not dealing with another woman that has a man. You know, that like the, the, the fidelity of the relationship is really important. You know, even from our structure, and I know that we you know when you look at polygyny, you may think that doesn't, you know, 
that's not what a lot of people think. They think it's just sexual freedom and just, you know, play where you lay. And that's not that's not that's that's not responsible. And and as adults, we're in our 30s. Right. Let's let's be honest. <laughs> we're 80s. babies. We're not having a whole lot of sex. We have children. Mm-hmm. We have businesses. We have dogs. I have a garden. I'm, I'm a housewife. And I've been a housewife now for six years. Did I think I would be a housewife? No. Did I desire to be a housewife? Hell yeah, I desired to be taken care of and put up and taken care of because <laughs> I'm going to keep real job. I don't want to be on these streets working like that. So, yeah, I, I like being a housewife. I really do. But then you She, can- she worked way harder in the house than she would at the job. And if that's what she wants, so be it. And, right. But I'd rather do that to make my household successful mm-hmm. and to build us up then to build somebody else up. That's why, you, That's for, I feel you. you know what I'm saying? Like our children, like the, the compliments we get of our children is, it, it brings me joy because like those are the years and times I spent with them, you know, being with them. So, I mean, you know, I said what I said. <laughs> hey, um, so I guess my question is, um, I guess I kind of got a, like a three-party question. So how- now Ask away, don't hold back. How did you all get into that lifestyle? One, two, because y'all mentioned about, you know, um, KK, you mentioned about some of your family, you know, being and your brother being involved in it. So do you do y'all family know and how do they feel about it? Um, first question, how do we get in? How do we get started? Like, yeah, how did y'all get into to to that life was lifestyle? Well, no, I think you answered it already. You said you was watching the, the YouTube, right? Yeah, I, I just came across the information and I heard a couple of people talking about it. Um, and, and and again, I, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a man. I, I you know we we always me and Kayla always like booty watch and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. you know, we, we we had a pretty you know even through the developing of our relationship, we had a pretty open relationship of communicating. That's why we got along so so good. Um, but as far as how it started, you know, it, it just started. Some of the stuff was accidental. We would hang out with somebody and then, then it would turn to something else, you know, um, just playing. But then when we when we took it serious and started to put some structure behind it um, and we were just meeting people. It was meeting people that was actually looking for the dynamic of polygyny. Um, joining different groups. Yeah, joining groups, different forums and talking to people and. And um, just what what come I mean I would come across a lot of women, um, just you know, that was open to it. But you know, again, we haven't dealt with that many women. It's only been a few, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So it's not really you know, we ain't, we ain't, it ain't raining over here because <laughs> you know, just like you know, before I met Kayla, I was single for five years. So she, you know, they have to be special. Kayla's special. So she made me she made me bring a five year fast. So. Anybody that we deal with, it got to. It has to be somebody um, unique, somebody different, somebody not like everybody else, and not just somebody who just want to just get it in with a, a couple or, you know, that's that's not what it's about for us. You got to be have a family dynamic. You got to want family. You got to see the the things about us working all together and pulling putting all of our resources in, in one you know bucket. So, but again, that's that's kind of the the long of how we got started. Just kind of, we just kind of, you know, purposely walked in that direction, and we met people that was with it. And then the family, what it do? Oh, family? the family, yeah. We, I mean, but me, me and Kayla kind of like the, 
the we the spokespersons for the family anyway you know we the mascots so they you know we tell every, our family know everything we we didn't hide it you know we just kept it real on the front end but we we both talked to both sides of our family all the time so mm-hmm. they they knew about the decisions they knew about some of the people met them know, met them yeah spent, spent, time. spent time with them it, it was a it's a it's a it's a real you know her mom come, came to stay while, while we was with one of the women and you know just at the house it, it's just yeah. you know it's this family it's, it's it's regular it's what it is exactly. you know what i'm saying my brothers my family they come by it's not like a super shock or anything anybody it's just now it's just is what it is it's, it's that's just the Kayla, Kayla. yeah that's just that's just us <laughs> you know what i'm are. saying but we i've never we we got people say hey we don't understand it but we respect you and if mm-hmm. you have somebody then, then we have somebody you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah so. like like my mom again you know um, my mom is very strict Haitian, very strict. Growing up, it, oof, I couldn't wear red until I was like 17, like on my nails, like <laughs> forget the red clothes. My mama didn't play those type of games. Um, so when I told my mom about our lifestyle, she was like, get out, you sure this is what you want to do? Is he forcing you to do this? <laughs> Are you sure? Are, are you okay? Are you guys just want to have some, you know, hanky panky in the bed? Is that all it is? <laughs> but I was like, no, mommy, it's serious. So um, actually, Mikel and I went on a couple's cruise with my sister and her husband. Mm-hmm. And one of the women that we were dealing with stayed at the house with my mom and Mikel's brother and watched the children. My mom fell in love with this girl. Unfortunately, it didn't work out, but my mom loved mm-hmm. her. Like, they, to this day, the young lady was like, I love your mom. How's your mom doing? You know, because wow. we still keep in contact. Um, but my mom is come. Both our parents are heavily involved in our lives, yeah. and we're very mm-hmm. close. I'm the youngest in my family, and he's the oldest in his family. So, and that's another dynamic that really works for us because I'm the baby of my family. He's the oldest. Mm-hmm. It's easy to kind of just look up to him and kind of go in the direction because I'm so used to kind of being directed into ways, anyways. And so he's so used to leading. Um, and my bro- one of my brothers, um, I actually have um, two brothers on my mom's side and one brother on my dad's side. So my brother on my dad's side, um, he, he's open about it. And he, in the past, it was the first time, it, it was like a taboo thing back in the days. He was like, oh, man, he got both of his girls living with them. They both got his kids. And, you know, and I, as a jit, I, didn't, I mean, as a child, I didn't really think anything of it, you know. Um, but as I got older and I got into this lifestyle, I kind of reached out to him and said, hey, this is where we're at. It's what we're doing. And he gave me the pros and cons of it. And he told me why it didn't work out for him. And the main reason why it didn't work out for them is because too many people were involved. And that's for any relationship, a monogamous or polygynous, uh, polygynous relationship. If you have too many naysayers in your in your relationship, mm-hmm. it, 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 it may fail. Because too many people got too many opinions. It needs to just be the two people or three people or four people, how many you have. And then maybe a person that you guys confide in as a whole, uh, like a mediator. But that's what he told me failed um, too many people. But the people that we have in our lives are big supporters of our success. Well, they don't, they don't give us anything, any type of advice as far as like you should leave. They, they always give us you should put your best foot forward. Yeah. You should be, you know. Be diligent in what you look at and, you know, have a sober assessment about what's really going on. You know, it's, it's always positive advice. And it's not like stay there and say, hey, listen, if you see some things that you don't want to deal with, then you have to make certain decisions, you know, to 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 
safeguard yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, you know, and then again, I don't let anybody speak into my life and give me advice. You know, it's not, you gotta, you gotta be able to protect yourself from certain people and their opinions. Right, right. Well, all opinions, to be honest. Exactly, exactly. Did that answer your question? Yeah. I think it does. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, it answered um, the question because I know, I know, because I've talked to your mama before. Okay, because I'm like, her mama was just down with this like that. Oh, now when you said what you said, I said, all right, now that makes sense. That's the mama I spoke with before. <laughs> yeah. And thank God we don't have those controlling mamas that tell us what we should be doing with our lives. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. that That's the tough part because they're not in our lives. They can only give us advice from their experiences and where they were successful at. And they can tell us, hey, this has been my experience with that. But otherwise, that they, they give us the tools that we need to make mature decisions on our own lives. And you know, the good thing about it is we're so blessed that both of our mothers have taken each other as their own. Like his mom is like my mom. We have a joke because his mom is brown skin. My mom is light skin. Mikhail's light skin, I'm brown skin. Mm-hmm. I, Etchika is his mom and Inez is my mom. So when he when one of our moms calls, he's like, Who is that? I'm like, that's my mom. He's like, which mom? The Haitian one or the American one? I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> so, you know, our parents are heavily in our lives and we love our, our mothers. And to have their support is everything for us. So yeah. it, it's great to have that. You and our siblings too. So it's great. Awesome. I think the fact that your mom, you know might have been a little bit apprehensive at first, you know, are you sure you want to do this? Questions like that. But I think that for her to go from that phase to embracing, um, it just speaks volumes, you know, as far as the evolution of things and evolving in her her thought pattern. Um, so I, I get it, I, I get it. And I think it's about, you know, reaching that, um, that point in your life where, like uh, Mikhail said earlier, you know, you sort of safeguard um, the things that other people speak into your life and the things that you allow people to speak into your life and, you know, the advice that you do take or don't take. So. Exactly. Are you a parent? I am. I have three. Okay. So you get it. So you're not going to just let anybody off the street give you advice, especially if they've been in areas oh no my husband and i we we safeguard uh that and it's it's been a journey for us as well so yeah 100 i don't even let people tell me what my children are going to be oh he goes no, right. you don't you, you don't have that ability that i speak into my children's life not you right and i, I stop that shit quick and and I, and I know that people have good intentions and that's kind of the you know culture not really the culture of america everybody just says whatever without like taking in, in, in any consideration, maybe that's not what I want for my child. Maybe that's not what I want for myself. So keep your shit to yourself. Keep your opinion <laughs> to yourself. Yeah. yeah. No, I definitely agree with that. You have to be careful about who you're allowing to, you know, speak into your life. I mean, that is, that's something I believe that's even biblical. A lot of pastors preach about that, you know, because, you know, it's a lot of people out here that, you know, you may think they got good intentions, but in reality, you know, they are trying to plant seeds for your downfall. So I definitely yeah. think that that is great. Um, I definitely do know for a fact, yes, yeah, Syl do not let nobody tell her what to do. Every time we do our LS meeting, me and my LS, we like, stop telling them kids to go to bed. Stop giving them apples all the time. And she never listens. So, yeah. <laughs> Fruit, right? 
<laughs> Listen, my son just wanted to eat oranges for lunch. He was like, can I have another one? Can I have another one? I said, you know what? Why not? Go ahead. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, Go ahead. You get your vitamins. Right. Hey, I feel y'all. Uh, so I guess, so speaking of kids, yeah, I kind of brought to right to the next question. Um, due to the fact that you all do have children, do they know about that? And um, our, younger, our younger ones is normal to them, you know. And my, and, um, I have a, I brought a, um, I was a single parent when I met Kayla, so I have, mm -hmm. we have a fourteen year old. Um, okay. Yeah, he knows what's going on. Ain't no secrets. It's not a shock. It's not a surprise. It's his normal life. Um, and then you know, I, I, I raised him by myself for about five years, so he's kind of he's a different type of boy. He's pretty, you know, mature. Very mature. Yeah. Sure. Yes. And, so, and aware. <laughs> and, and very aware. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, yeah. So my um, our children are, in this is our culture of our home, and they're fully, you know, doctrinated to how we move. Mm -hmm. Basically. So much so that our seven-year-old actually last year he was like talking about one of our neighbors' daughters. He was like. Could she be my wife when I get older? I think I want to have like two or three. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, slow down, Manny." Yeah, slow down. <laughs> he was like, he already be plotting, and then so, and our other six-year-old son was like, "You know, I do want to have three wives, and if one of them doesn't know how to cook, I'm gonna send her to you, mommy." That's what he told him. <laughs> so this is normal for them, you know, it's and normal. it's it's not weird, it's not a shock, and just like if when you grew up. If anybody grew up with without a parent, with a parent, two parents, one parent, grandma, granddad, whoever, that was their normal. Yeah, yeah. So this is their normal. And, and, and it's not it's not too like, and again, they, they're in the school, they're in public schools, but they don't go to school talking like, hey, you know, we we got this going on. Cause it's it's our everyday, it's our normal. And and they're they're, you know, what's crazy, they're mature enough to know like if they probably got if they got into a discussion, a discussion about it, they they fall back. Cause one of the things that we preach, don't tell our business in our house. Mm -hmm. And they don't. None of them. We, yeah. we even teach them, uh, I don't care if they're a police officer or firefighter, stranger danger. Yeah, who yes. where my mommy at, where my daddy at. Exactly. Let me, let me hear my dad say it. Let me hear my mom say it, then I believe it. Remember what happened when uh, the neighbor grabbed Micah? Uh, so, so. Oh, yeah. We, 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 had, we were running late, and so we had our neighbors pick up our children mm -hmm. and, and, uh, from the bus. And our our son Micah, he he wouldn't go with him until he heard our voice say that he can go. <laughs> he, he wouldn't move. He wouldn't. He would not. Yeah, he I wouldn't go. I respect that. I respect. Yeah, that. Man, we praised him so much for that. Yeah, but that's that's our police. That's our police officer of the house. Yeah, him. Yeah, but go, right, go ahead. You know, we can get a little winded. <laughs> so okay, so the kids know they're they're very aware. Um, yeah. So my question is. Just like you spoke of the uh, economic benefits, you know, um, being mutually beneficial for all parties involved. If your kids are talking about having, you know, um, the same lifestyle, the polygyny lifestyle, especially, and I'm um, strictly speaking of uh, your boys. Do you have all boys, or is we have all we have four boys here? Four. Okay, so if they're if they're wanting to dive into the polygyny lifestyle when they grow up, are you going to have more in-depth conversations about the mutual benefits and what they should be looking for when they do come of age? 
right. So this is this is a this is I want to take this one. If that's okay. That's good. That's you. You the man. All right. <laughs> um, I would prefer for them to be in um, um, polygyny structured relationships. Okay. And and here's why. Like one of the benefits I've always seen, even from my wife, is that as a man, I can't sharpen her. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, only another woman can sharpen another woman. Only another woman can heal another woman. Because that's that's why it's really important for that mother and daughter relationship. And then once they leave the house, it, the the whole sisterhood thing is really important. Right. Um, and that's something I can't provide for her. Even through me trying to fill certain um, voids, I don't have that ability. Um, but from from my children, I would love for them to be in polygynous um, structure simply because they can have that support. The women can support each other and then as a team support him and he can go out there and make these things happen and not have to be the substitute as a second mom. Because that's what happens to a lot of dads and in, in monogamous relationships because they go and try to fill in where the mom is having, you know, struggling at or having a bad day. Or, you know, I never want to be left with the children by myself. It's, it's, it's a, it's, it's a t- tumultuous experience, to be honest. <laughs> and, you know, Kayla just went on a vacation to um, Miami for four or four days. Yeah. And it was just me and the boys. And, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm happy that we survived. <laughs> so, but, but the gift that she brings to the table, I can never, I can never fill in her shoes ever. Right. I couldn't do that. Um, but I know that she has a need. You know, doing this all the time, she has a need, and and it is sisterhood. It is female friends, and and a woman couldn't commit to her, the you know how she wanted to if she has another man. She can only commit to the house where she's loyal and her resources come from, and so that's another part of why you know polygyny is big. It's not just for my benefit, but it's also for hers too. And that, that sisterhood is is everything for them, everything. Um, but for my sons, I want them to experience. I don't want them to experience trying to fulfill things that they were never meant to fulfill for a woman. And that's why you see a lot of w- women go on in relationships for years, and and have voids and feel unfulfilled or or get cabin fever, or you know want to distance because again we don't really know what we need we can we can say what we need but how many times have we gotten exactly what we what we thought we wanted and it still wasn't enough Uh it's a it's a it's a standard that's already put out there as far as what we need and we just have to follow the, the the blueprint right it's like yo it's really like living with your best friend yeah you imagine your best friend and y'all just living together, doing life together, doing everything together. Like it, it is, I remember when I first moved from college, um, I went to move with my sister and her husband and children and we had a ball and, and he was the head of the house and it was just me and my sister. Um, and we had fun. We worked together, did stuff with the children. I stepped in when she needed me to step in, took care of her daughter, did her daughter's hair, cleaned up, cooked, whatever needed to be done. Um, then unfortunately they ended up getting a divorce and then my brother and his wife moved in. So it was my brother who was the head of the man of the house. And then it was three women. I'm working. My sister's working. My sister-in-law was not working. So my sister-in-law was the one that was doing the cooking and the cleaning. And then my sister and I, when we were off work, we would step in and do other things. Like, so the dynamic was so much fun because the girls, we got along, we had fun. And then it was children, it was dogs. Like, 
it was a little, uh, it was a lot. I want to say a little, it was a lot at times, but the one thing that we always knew we had each other's back and we had each other. My sister ended up getting into an accident when she went out one night, not a car accident, but an accident at, she, she fell at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. My brother, my sister-in-law, myself, we all picked her up, got her to go get the x-rays, made sure she was straight. Could you imagine if I didn't live with my sister or my brother and my brother wasn't there, my sister-in-law wasn't there, she would have been by herself because she had got a divorce at that time, by herself trying to figure that out. Or if it was just me trying to lift her up, I'm the shortest one in my family. I'm only 5'4", and I'm actually under 5'4", you know what I'm saying? My sister is 5'10", you know what I'm saying? I'm strong, but nigga, I ain't that strong, (laughs) excuse me, but I'm not that strong. So it was my brother and my sister-in-law, we all, well, actually my sister-in-law stayed home with the children and, and was up with us, and then my brother and I got her. So it's that those things that make you think about if you're going through something by yourself that you have somebody there with you that they, is just, and, and also like if it's just two parents right right what if one gets sick and then all everything is on the other one that we we've experienced that a couple of times mm-hmm. and then we're like shit we need somebody else here you know what i'm saying it, right. it, it puts like it puts one one person you, you can't rest that's that's horrible she can't have a day off. She can't go rest. She can't go relax. That's, but that's that's normal. I, I'm listening. I want a successful life. I don't want to be burned out. I don't want my wife to be burned out. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't. I don't want those. Those. Those are not necessary stresses of life. So if there's a way that we can make this easier, make this successful, we might have to go through some, you know, culturally unethical but moral ways of doing it, then, you know, so be it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of that, you know, your relationship and, you know, how things work, I'm curious to know, are there boundaries within the relationship? Um, And are there things y'all agree on um, that you can and cannot do? Uh, And again, it's, it's an open question, so f- feel free to share as much as you want to or as little as you want to. Boundaries. Um, we don't believe in gagging. Okay. <laughs> sure. That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. Uh, um, so bound, I don't. I wouldn't say it's um, boundaries for me. Is I'm not going out there and having casual sex with. I'm okay. not in danger of myself or my wife. She don't put no boundaries on me. Like, okay. it, it, as a man, if my filter is only as strong as my wife's filter, then I'm not much of a man. Mm-hmm. Um, so I put my own standards in play. And actually, I, I hate to put her out there like this, but my filter is a lot stronger than hers. Because she'd be like, what about her? Like, hell no. What about this? Nope. You know what I'm saying? So it, it would be... We have... We have, I would say, some cultural standards that when we, if I deal with somebody, she got to be bringing something to the table. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and as far as like, you know, and I'll go a little deeper. I'm not really fond of um, threesomes. Okay. Uh, so I have separate relations. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I don't, you know, it's just, you know, I, I have four children. I'm not really trying to live every fantasy and all that shit that's that's exhausting 
and it takes away the the intimacy one-on-one with you know me and my wife Mm -hmm. i don't want her to be distracted worrying about somebody else and me either or that other person you know um so that's that for me that's a boundary for me i don't i don't i'm not into that threesome thing. we we we've done our thing we have fun but it was all right we did this i'm done all right no we cool right so i think that brought up something for me because i know a lot of people who are in polygyny relationships they have that triad thing we that that's is a that's a boundary for us we are not triad people yeah. and and explain what a triad is triad means like there's equality between three people everybody together the women together the girls with the girl the girls with the guy the guys with the girl so it's a triangle right. so that's our boundary we yeah, don't we don't yeah i don't do that yeah we don't subscribe to that and if you do that, that's your thing. To each his own. Yeah, that's that. Whatever works for your household, that's you. You don't you you choose to give your children a soy milk. We like almond milk. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. I mean, we have our own reasons, but again, that's our personal reasons of why not, not not demonizing anybody else who decides to do that. Because again, if all men aren't you know made equally. All men aren't manly men you know leaders some some men are beta men and they do really well in their relationships and mm-hmm. and that works great for them and they're able to you know diminish it and so you know me i'm a, I'm kind of a grizzly at times so mm-hmm. you know you know I'm, I'm a little i'm a little rough around the edges i'm not your typical light-skinned nigga so <laughs> so you know what i mean so sometimes i'm i'm i wouldn't say i'm moody she probably would say i'm moody but i want to be in my head to figure stuff out on how to best protect and provide and and stand strong for my family so i need some space every now and then to be able to do that no you're very thorough he's very very thorough and i think the libra in him makes analyze makes him analyze every detail like he doesn't like he's not um, indecisive at all that's one thing i you know he's a different type of libra he's the last day of virgo first day of libra and he's september so it's different um, he's not indecisive. He's very um, analytical and he's he's very thorough. He does not just make a decision because you're forcing him into a corner. And I, does he know how to do that? Yes, he does. And, mm-hmm. I, and, and and going back to you, him saying that he does not just have believe in casual sex. I think that when women come off the, the reins of control, mm-hmm. it allows the man to think freely. Because when you control somebody, when you tell a child not to push that button, all they want to do is push that button. What's she trying to keep me from? You right. know what I'm saying? If, if a woman has like emotional deficits or insecurities, it's like the man is like, wait, are you, you know, are you giving me spam and keeping me away from steak? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Are you trying to like limit my happiness? And that, and again, that's how we think we're not really meant to put boxes. And what's crazy is like when we decide this, um, that this was what we were going to do. And it was past the level of like immaturity of just wanting to have fun and do some nasty shit. When it, when it went into like maturity, my filter went up twice as much mm-hmm. because I'm not press. I'm not out there press for coochie. And I hate oh to God. say it. <laughs> so coochie, what's, the, what's, the, what's the Haitian word? Coco? No. I'm not out there looking for Coco. Is that Coco or? Yeah, that's fine. Mango. I'm out there hunting for mango. Not press. You know what I'm saying? Is that, is that better, Kayla? That's good. All right. No, no, I can't say coochie. I'm oh gonna say coochie God, no more. No, nah, I'm not gonna say coochie. Not out there looking for mango. You know, I'm not out there. You know, it's it's not my. I'm honestly, 
my my happiness and my peace is being at home with my family, us eating ice cream, watching a movie, talk, you know, picking the brains of my sons, finding out, you know, what they got going on. That's my happiness. That's mm-hmm. my peace. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, getting one off and be like, I did that. That's that shit is so empty. And you've had the opportunity. He has had opportunities with beautiful women. And I would just listen to him and he'd be like, I'm not on that. And and you know, I'm like, good, you know, good for you, Mikhail, you know, because at the end of the day, if he does anything reckless, it could damage everything he's worked hard for yeah. to build up. I'm not I'm not impressed. I was listening again. I was I wasn't out there whoring at all, but I was single for five years, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. I was really looking for a relationship. It was just I would meet somebody, but oh, I was cool, then it would be like uh no she different you know what i'm saying it's it's something i can't deal with permanently and that happened a few times and it would be extremely beautiful women and so i'm I'm just not i'm not pressed by it i'm not pressed like i'm just not that guy but you get men who are not treating a certain not treated a certain way emotionally right from their woman that what they need you know what i'm saying and and they don't get access you know sexually to their woman because they want me to put it on you know hide it from them or hold their hostage because she's using that to control them, he's going to be is you know he's only going to be as faithful as his options. If the right type of woman that he's been fantasizing about, and they don't even need, need to be fantasizing about you know what she looks like physically, the nice the right type of woman that's talking soft to him, that's saying, "Baby, how you doing? Oh, I just want to come rub your back." That shit will have him be like, "Man, fuck this. I'm gonna go see what's up with that mm-hmm. ASAP." Right. You know what I'm saying? Because then you you know you ever see a man with a you know a mediocre what they call mediocre looking woman not, like I, not too attractive yeah not not too attractive you know he be in love with that woman because she does everything ain't it's not no trying to you know it's it's tough as a as a man I cannot always emotionally appease my 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 woman I can't outside of you know providing protecting. You know, being you know the mouthpiece, the earpiece, um, um, romance here and there is it's it's a lot more than a woman needs that I don't I'm not capable of providing. You know, it, it's just, it is what it is. Right. You know, and and for man, we're we're simple. You know, you know you you can't you can't vent to me, and unfortunately, I can't take venting. You have to tell me what is the problem. You know. Give me five words, not 2010, you know, get, you know, make it simple so I can go and take care of this issue. I don't know how to listen to the I'm just saying. And women, she, they do. Y'all do that. Y'all can be like, Girl, let me just tell you I'm just saying and it's blah, blah, blah. I can't handle that because right. I'm I'm looking to see baby, who you need me to punch in the face. OK, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to feel about punch. I'm just going to what point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. And, and we're built different. And, and then honestly, what happens with the with the man when he starts to change how he was built, he starts to he he starts to morph into something he was never meant to be, and so it's unstable. Mm-hmm. And that's that's when you become you be like, yeah, girl, he a good listener, this and that. And then you find out six months later, oh, he he a bitch ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? Because he's morphing into something that he was never meant to be. Mm-hmm. And and I and I. I have to stay true to myself. And I listen to her like, but I listen with ears of, I got to take care of my wife because she needs me to do something. Not just, I just hear it and I just keep it. 
and I, there's nothing I can do with it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So. Okay. Well, I have one more question. Um, and again, you can give as little information or as much. I'm just surprised y'all not asking the juicy questions. But if y'all... <laughs> <laughs> I I think we might have wanted to keep this, uh, you know, slightly under the rated R, uh, you know. Okay. Sector, we, so. I'll, give, I'll give um Christian examples. Yeah, Seb, I think we done passed uh the PG. This is straight up um rated R. I done clutch my pearl <laughs> until I'm almost choking myself over here. Shakespeare had to come right. me. That's how bad this have gotten. I'm like, what the? Is this some mess? Bingo. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. So my question is, um, uh, when it comes to your uh, polygyny uh, relationship, when was the last um, polygyny, you know, relationship you had, and how long was it? Okay. So it was last year, and it was <clears throat> excuse me, it was for a year. It was last year okay. for a little under a year. Okay. Um, and that's all she asked. Okay. Did you follow questions? Um, <laughs> for me, uh, just to let y'all know, for me, it's always well. If you said that you was thought we was going to ask the juicy questions, you might as well go ahead and just finish what you was getting ready to say. It was <laughs> hard. Put it on out there. But I wanted to put this out there, which which people will probably be surprised of. It wasn't Kayla who ended those um, last couple of relationships. It was me. Um, okay. actually one Kayla was like why are you sure like she was trying to fight for the girl and I was like no she gotta get the fuck out of my house sorry I, I was like yeah this oh, okay so I'm sorry I said sorry this, this ain't working for me um, this ain't working and, I, I'm, I, and I'm again I'm very um, you say it Kayla what am I I'm very thorough yeah. I'm very thorough but, but it's loyalty is huge for me mm -hmm. and I don't take and I don't take uh a false appearance of loyalty. You know, mm -hmm. you got to be loyal to the family because I'm loyal to you. Mm -hmm. And if I feel like you're divided in your thought process or what you want, it, it may not be horrible or bad. It just be is is just it just means that this is not for you because this is the Marines. You got to be ready to die for this, or it's a wrap. I'm not okay. doing the you know, I'm not convincing you. I'm not doing the, you know, you either with it or you not. Everybody can't play Zeta, right? Yeah. Zeta, right? Right. <laughs> right. And, and, right. And, and, I'll, and, and what I try to do is I, I'm honest because if you want me to go to bat for you, you know, Kayla is a rider. Like if you her friend, you her friend, we going to battle the world. But if you don't have that same energy, and I mean, even to the point where if you have emotional deficits that's not good for the collective, then you got to deal with that and not make people a part of, of having to exercise the things that you can freely let go if you were emotionally mature enough. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, wow. and so yeah. if, if we are supposed to be the examples for our children, the examples of maturity, the exa examples of like, forward moving then we have to come from a different like we have to understand like you know our emotions go last mm -hmm. uh you know the 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 big picture is on the forefront you know we can work through it and then as adults we can come to the side and we can drink and talk about the bullshit we can talk about the things that you know that we had issues with and work through it maturely with you know love and compassion to the person that's the receiver of what we're saying 
-hmm. you know, communicate not to vet, but communicate so we can, you know, let you understand where, where I'm at so you can rebuttal and we can rectify this. So, but if it's not maturity, I can't deal with it. And, and I won't, and I won't make myself or my wife or my children subject to that. Even if someone doesn't understand that they're not mature, that that's for them to handle. They got to bear their own state somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, now I have another question, Eureka. And if, if, if... Go, go right on ahead, I ain't got squat. I'm, I'm still over here still on my pearls. So y'all go ahead. <laughs> so, okay. Um, in your relationship, you, you have kids, right? Is there, mm-hmm. is there ever going to be a point where you find that forever, like, you know how you found your forever person, you and Kayla, um, your wife, yeah. is there going to be a point, um, that you think you can get to finding that forever polygyny person and that relationship to the point where once you found that person you then might procreate with you know that other oh, yeah. of course so the so okay. uh, all right I'm, and I, i'm gonna answer it in i'm not gonna say two ways i'm gonna give you multiple answers to that right okay i'm gonna say i'm gonna say first of course that's always the goal somebody permanent right Right. And then um, and then second, of course, you know, the goal is to be fulfilled in that relationship, just like I would be fulfilled in a relationship with my wife without any limitations. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and so if that is having more children, then, yeah, that's actually what the goal is. And that and that would be the whole um, one of the purposes behind that. But not to say that I will have children with with everyone, you know, but, right. you know. But who knows? You know, I, I'm not putting a, a limitation on it. But but again, for me, it, I got to feel like it's permanent. You know, when I make children, I make children on purpose. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So so if if I'm, um, you know, leaving some, you know, kids in the house, it's, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's intentional. There's no oopses over here. So, right, right. um but but I but again I, I wouldn't I wouldn't dare bring another woman into our lives and treat her less than and where she would have to come second. There's not a first and a second again, and that rubs people along uh, uh, the wrong way because if a wife is considering polygyny for her and her husband, mm-hmm. uh, one of the, the um, uh, one of the things that she may require is to which is selfish is to feel like, oh, I feel like I'm number one, but how would you, yeah, hierarchy. How would you feel if you were coming into a relationship and always going to be deemed as the second one, Mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's not fair. Mm -hmm. Um, I do believe that when you go into a new position, that the person that was already successful, you may want to humble yourself and ask them the way and the culture of the business before you go and start, you know, getting comfortable. I believe in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean that you're treated less or treated worse or treated secondary. Mm-hmm. I think you should consider it as people out there listening, as your children. We have four boys. Our oldest is 14. Um, all of the children, seven, six, and four, look up to the 14-year-old for guidance and for substance or whatever, help on the PlayStation and the computer to play games or whatever, right? But once they become 
of a certain age, they can do it on their own yeah. and, and they don't need that 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 older brother anymore. That older brother may step in from time to time to check on them and they're there. They, they actually become they become a team of after that. Exactly. Because they both have abilities that's equal and, and they understand the family on a whole different level. But even the second on, on top of that, you know, it, it it really is important that, you know, the other person feels, you know, you know, welcomed mm-hmm. um, and it's open and it's not like, you know, it's this this is not for immature women. It's mm-hmm. it's really right. not. And, and I'm not saying that everybody is on the Jedi level because, you know, um, Kayla has her issues when she's hungry and sleepy. I don't I don't mess with her when she's hungry and sleepy. I'll say, let me feed you so my wife can surface. And I'm I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, like, it's not a thing where you look for somebody to be perfect. You know, it's certain things that she would never try to, you know, impede on, you know, and 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 to be, you know, completely transparent. And I'm not gonna say too much, Kayla, but even in the woman that was here for a year. One of the things I never had issues with Kayla on was me being intimate with another woman. That was never an issue. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She might have felt some some way when it first happened because, again, you got to get used to that. Your man is now shared with his other women. You want to make sure this woman is up to par as far as her, you know, what she's bringing to the table. But it was never an issue. I didn't we didn't have issues over that. Mm-hmm. And know? I introduced and, to her. And she and Kayla introduced me to her, by the way. But but the things that I'm grateful for that was issues was really like functional things within the relationship. And, you know, her wanting the, the woman to step it up and be, you know, um, capable in certain areas as far as running the house, which, you know, she's not here anymore. So it was some things that she wasn't capable of doing and, and it was certain things that was missing which she just wasn't a good fit for us. You know what I'm saying? So it's really that, but, but our, we don't have traditional issues that people have. I don't have the, the overbearing, jealous wife, where you at, what you doing? Because my filter for myself is a lot thicker than her filter could ever be for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, oh Lord, okay. Uh, um, Go ahead. Ask the question. I'm trying to figure out how to word this one. So I guess this is my last two questions. Are we gonna go ahead and wrap it up? So I, I hear that y'all said that you know it's not always about y'all living together. Sometimes you're not. You're living together. It's just you know whatever's a good fit. So for the times that y'all have had someone living with you all. Were you all like sleeping in the same bedroom together, the same bed, or was it a situation where she's in the room down the hall and you, KK, got to now listen to that that headboard and you get where I'm going at with this here? So I, please elaborate on that. Let's talk soon, let me let me let me say this: everyone doesn't have the 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 privilege to have a bigger home. We have a bigger home. So um, we have three extra guest bedrooms. So there's other places we can go to. But now again, we also still have children. Ain't nobody over there. Ah, ah, 
but no one's doing any of that. You know what I'm saying? We have children yeah. that we have to be aware of. Um, so I mean, we, we have our moments, but, but let's just say this, it, it's not really a, a you know, we had situations. We, you know, we go where we flow. You know, yeah. You know, Just sometimes like I don't, we don't always sleep in the same bed ourselves. If I'm gonna stay up and I know she's about to go to bed, you know, early because she gotta be up. You know, there's been times when we all slept in the same bed. There's there's been times where the other young lady slept in a different room or a different area. There's been times where I slept in a different area. You know what I'm saying? And so we, and me and her slept in the yeah, same room. Yeah. So it's not, it's not that like. It's not that deep. You so yeah. when in in our dynamic, it's just free flowing. Whatever suits you, it suits you. And sometimes you need when you're so now, Eureka. I know that you live in your in your beautiful home by yourself with your dog. There are times where when you have that company, you're like oh, I'm ready for him to go home, and you want your space again. Yeah. And it's the same thing when you get into relationship. Just me and him. Like I'm like, can you go over there? You know, now we have a basement, so we have different areas where we can roam about. So did we all sleep in the same bed? Yeah. And sometimes no. You know, and when it came to intimacy, there was times where I was knocked out. I didn't know what was going on. Mikhail was like, you didn't hear that? No, because I'm asleep. And we would be in the same bed. I ain't hear nothing and feel nothing. I'm asleep. When I'm asleep, I'm asleep. And, and it's been times when the other girl was just, you know. She got up and left. Yeah, she had to get up and leave. Me. And it, but it it wasn't like uncomfortable. It was just it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, damn, yeah, so like, yeah. You know. Um, you know so, this this is a grown up conversation. It really yes, is. it is. Yes, it is. Uh, so I guess, um, Lord, how how I word this? Um, so <laughs> when the times that KK you were sleeping this was going on right there beside you first off you got to be one heavy sleeper to sleep through that uh well, but she put blindfolds on put music on and the you know? lord jesus help me christ help me answer this ask this question so was there times where I guess when y'all slept together and he was somewhere else was it y'all were doing something or no y'all were just actually just sleeping no yeah I'm not into women so that that's not mm -mm, that's not my thing. Um, there was times where me and her slept in the same bed, and we had our own thing going on. We would have conversations. We stay, stay up doing our toes, our nails, talking, or we were reading a book, or we were watching a movie. Uh, we were drinking wine. Um, I, I remember not just recently, but the last woman that lived with us that my mom absolutely loved, um, Jamaican girl. Um, me and her, Mikkel would be back in the past. Mikkel had a medical business, so he was always working. And um, he also works with international people sometimes. And then he'd go out and do his thing. Have, and his, and our, his brother was living with us. So they would go out, hang out. And he wouldn't come home to like whenever. And me and her, was we would take care of the house, take care of the children. We'd just be up doing girl stuff. I'd do her hair. She'd do my hair. We're talking. We're laughing. We're giggling. We're sending him pictures, flirting with him. To, like, that that was just the bond that we had. Um, so no, it wouldn't be no hanky panky or anything like that. But we we sit there and take shots with each other. We'd have fun. We share stories. They jumped me a couple times when we were drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just it's. I always tell people like imagine that one like I tell women imagine that one girlfriend that you absolutely love, and you do everything with. You talk to her about everything. Imagine you and her sharing the same man, like. If you love her, 
you wouldn't want nothing bad to happen to her. And you would check the dude, like, um, did you just talk to my sister Reckless? Like, why are you talking to her like that? You know, she's sensitive. You know, she's a crybaby. Like, that's 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 the that's what it should be. Um, and I know um, one family that we know, he has his own separate room and he puts his wives in one room because he wants them to build up that relationship. And they are, and those wives are mad close and they've been together for like 20 years or something. So we have, we have a, a quite a few families that we know that are in this lifestyle and are doing it successfully. successfully and, yeah. and they've had some hiccups along the way, but what relationship has not had is obstacles with children, before children, after children, during children. You know what I'm saying? All right. Um, last question for me, and we're going to go ahead and um, close it out. Um, you good, Eureka? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. I'm still trying to think. Um, now, y- y'all have mentioned a lot about structure and so forth like that and bringing something to the table and whatever. So I guess Mikhail, oh, I had to make sure I you know, say my salad and put the M on it right. Um, so do you require, you know, for the other woman to work, to help contribute to the bills, or you don't mind if this person is not working uh, as long uh, look, as she's at the house helping out KK with the kids right. and so forth? So this is the thing. We, everybody has to be, like, if if I said, Kayla, business ain't doing good, we got to go get jobs. Kayla with it. You know what I'm saying? While I got it, they don't have to do nothing but, you know, run our business. But I'd always want income. In. I always want to be doing something. But as far as having to go out and, and punch somebody's clock, I wouldn't prefer that. Um, but I would just say whatever's necessary. If it's not necessary, if I'm out there doing it and I'm able to get it myself, then we can, you know, y'all can chill and build other stuff. But everything is in the business, even our garden. You know, we want to get our garden to the place to where we can start selling um, produce, um, um, just just everything. Our herb business, you know, our herb business by itself will be, you know, good enough to where none of us will have to work anyway. Um, which, you know, we're really not. And growing our own herbs, so our, we can incorporate that into the business. Yeah, and you know, we want to about to start a we want to start a juice company for natural juices, and um, we're adding on to our herb company, and you know, having a lot of healing testimonies. So. Um, but as far as like working, I prefer that, you know, they be around so that we can do family stuff rather than like having to punch a clock and belong to somebody else. But whatever needs to be done, what we're willing to do. Yeah, whatever do. needs to be done. But I, but I don't, I don't have that type of control. I don't control it like that. It's like, like even with Kayla, if Kayla said that she wanted to go do something. Um, I must first say, you know, we got to make sure our children are straight, but I wouldn't hold her back from if she wanted to work somewhere or do something. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to get no job. Yeah, she ain't got no job. <laughs> <laughs> I, wouldn't, I, want, I want her to be fulfilled in her life. I want her to conquer things. It may not be in a form that she thought she was going to get that fulfillment. Like, she, she's big on um, counseling. She was going to get her master's for um, psychology. And she's fulfilling and and exercising her gift and her consulting company that she's about to you know bring to fruition, and talking to her sisters and her female friends and giving them advice and able to follow them on a you know in a way because they're family and they're friends like still using her gift. Um, so it's about really coming to uh, bringing into fruition the gifts that that the Most High has given you. 
so that you can, you know, grow in them. And, that, and that's what it is. Sometimes it may not come with a paycheck from somebody else. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, everybody's not meant to have a nine to five and everybody's not meant to be an entrepreneur. It really is not for everybody. Some Everybody's not meant to be a king and a queen. Yeah. You have to have, really, yeah. you have to have service everybody, and, we, and we need to be realistic on yeah, that. Everybody can't be kings. Everybody can't be CEOs. You got managers and, and custodians out there too and there's nothing wrong with and, that and either they, and they help keep everything rolling exactly to answer your question Eureka oh yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> so come on ladies you ain't gotta work no <laughs> <laughs> listen I, I look first off you know we all know that this comedy is not where it needs to be at everything is so expensive um, mm -hmm. so I mean to to say that hey, I'm willing to take on the 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 manual labor, um, that's good. I mean, I cause I think that should be one of the, the biggest um components of it. You know, if you wanna have, you know, multiple partners and stuff like that, um, I definitely do feel that you do need to be somebody that, you know, do have a, a couple of coins in your pocket to be able to to support that, you know, because I mean everything is is, is expensive and you know, so hey, if, if y'all able to do it and you know it's not causing no type of burdens to you all, hey, yeah. do your thing. Yeah, and three three people bringing in fifty thousand dollars a year, it's one hundred and fifty. A lot of people, you know, they they going from check to check just making that. But if you get multiple people on the same page doing the same thing, mm -hmm. you know, some some people want some people. There's four of them, and so imagine that. That's two hundred thousand a year. I mean, shoot, break down the math when it comes to minimum wage, yeah, like no, exactly. bringing in that income yeah, to and, a house. And then you're relaxing. You're not stressing. Mm -hmm. Every, you know, everybody is working together because, you know, it's, you know, being rich, like you talk about being rich. That's like the, the winner. No, it's, it's a lot of stressful rich people out there. Mm -hmm. We want peace. That's what we want. We yeah. want peace. We want to be able to chill. We don't want to be looking over our shoulders um and be there for our children be able be, to show up yeah not just working the whole time and our children not able you know we're not able to really see what goes on our children we lose grip of our children they become people that we never designed them to be right we're heavily involved in our children's life and i think that's one of the most important things and uh for us in this lifestyle as well like are you about family and i think that's part of the reason why some women did not work out because they weren't about family they wanted to go off and do their own thing and have their own sushi nights and shit. I'm like, all right, go ahead, you know, do your thing. God right. bless you. Keep, keep your thing going. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, we wanted to ask you if you could give give us some, you know, final advice or parting words for anybody who's looking to get into um, the polygyny lifestyle or polyamorous lifestyle. If you have any. Uh, you know, advice about that that you could share with our I, listeners? Yeah, I, I definitely have some advice. I would say for men, if you wouldn't deal with them, if it was just you and them, you can't, you wouldn't, you shouldn't deal with them if it was you, her, and her. You know, they have to be your type. They have to mix well with you and they have to be what you want. You can't make any concessions just because she's cooler with your wife. And not just hate, you know, it's just really just that way. And then also, like, you have to ask serious vetting questions. You have to ask, you know, you know, sometimes worst case scenario, what would you in this situation? Mm -hmm. Would you do this if you and the other woman got into an argument? You know, how would you resolve that issue? You know, 
how you know what's the you know how do you act in certain situations because the last thing you want to do is bring a crazy to your house or you invite a woman to your to your house and you the crazy mm-hmm. so it's you know just being transparent being open you cannot be afraid to ask or answer certain questions honestly and i would say from a woman's perspective trust the man that you're with like if you if you're already with him and he's shown you that he is legit trust that he's going to have um He's going to play his best before now. And, and I will say, and I'm just being honest, in the beginning, all men are going to be a little, think a little bit with their with their their small heads. You know what I'm saying? And they're going to get excited. But that's not the time to try to tighten the grip on them. Because the more you say, don't push that button, they're going to want to push that button. But when you just let it go and let it flow, you'll see that they're going to be more serious about it because they understand the bigger picture and that they have so much more to lose. Like, Mikhail has not put me in harm's way. And I'm grateful for that because, you know, I'm Haitian. You know, I'm from Miami. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, he Puerto Rican. He from Philly. He from the hood. Like, but... A Haitian girls from Miami, we different. Yeah, but I, but I definitely trust the man that I'm with and know that I've seen. He hasn't given me any indication or reason to not trust him. And so far, he has been doing a good job. And if anybody want to come in in this relationship, they got to be loyal to him and to the legacy. Because I'm I'm watching the women that come in. Because I'm loyal, I'm faithful, and and I'm on point with it. Anybody that comes in, I want them to have that same thing for him as well, and and you know, keeping it oh, real. I got, I got something. This this might be this might be kind of tough for certain women, but you got to let the man take the lead on even dealing with the other woman. Yeah. You can't you can't go in and tell the woman what the standard is and all the other stuff because you come off as a masculine energy running that other woman. And that's not sisterhood. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're going to put her into a, a, a posture of um, being defensive. Um, so so it's really like, you know, and this is for the people that believe in like the man being the head. Like, let him actually be the head, you mm-hmm. know. Patriarchy. Yeah, patriarchy. And, and you know, patriarchy is not always a bad word. I think when people associate patriarchy, they mean like this screaming you know, um, belligerent, ogre, ogre monster. <laughs> yeah. When, when I, I only accept, you know, um, I'm not trying to yell. I'm not trying to be like, you know, all crazy and bananas. Like I want, I'm peaceful. I want to chill. You know, I ain't gonna lie, yell at my boys because apparently you gotta say things to them three times. But otherwise, that I, I want my woman to look at me like, you know, he peaceful. I can go to him about anything. Um, I don't take a lot of shit, but but for the most part, I want you to be able to say whatever you need to say to me, you know, within respect and with honor, you know, mutually. Mm-hmm. But what I would say, if anybody's really looking at doing this, you got to, you don't uh, the man does, you don't have to say, well, I want to do it for nation building. They could just say, I want to do it because this is what I want. Yeah. It's, it's okay to say that. You, yeah, don't, you, you don't have to have no, like, no grand scheme you know, amazing Disney story of why, you know, because that's not a lot, just because you want to, you know, you desire that, you want to see what happens with that, you want, you know, don't play with nobody else's life, but you want to see, you know, 
how this can elevate you and how this can elevate, you know, everybody involved, you know. And so because because what women do is like, well, why do you want this? What for? How come? You know, why do you want to do this? Am I not good enough? And it's not about like good enough. Like, that's that's a that's a ridiculous notion, because if that was the case, none of us is good enough to solely be responsible for one other person. I definitely think that is some um, great advice. Um, so, you know, just wrapping up, what I uh, would definitely will say um, is this, and I believe that uh, Mikhail kind of touched on this a little bit in the beginning. Um, you know, you gotta you gotta make sure that you are whole. You know, and that you know, I think the woman and the man, y'all gotta make sure that y'all are a great fit, a great unit, before you start bringing someone else in to your relationship. Um, I'm hoping that while listening to this um, episode that you all are hearing them and what they're saying that, you know, they are good together. They, their marriage, you know, is working for them. You know, they have fixed some of their issues or if they ever had issues, they fixed that. So we don't want you all to just feel like, okay, well maybe we, you know, open up our relationship and start bringing other people in. It'll fix whatever problems because all it's going to do is create more problems. So mm -hmm, before you start doing any of this, definitely make sure that you all are good first before you start bringing anybody else into it because I promise that will explode very badly. Yep. Explode very badly because it's going to bring out all the insecurities that you have. And quickly. Too. And quickly. And, and don't think about it as like opening up your relationship. Your relationship is always close. You're inviting in. And you're inviting in specific people just because you meet with somebody and link with somebody doesn't mean that they're that person mm -hmm. um you, you have to vet them because it's your heart that you're dealing with mm -hmm. and, and again me, me and kayla aren't perfect we have our disagreements but we know how to resolve them. Mm -hmm. maturely that we're you know somebody else is not leaving that situation distraught mm -hmm. and ready to, to jump off the ledge so Jesus, so, take the wheel, kill us all. Yeah, you got <laughs> you gotta be mature. You gotta be emotionally mature. You gotta know how to handle your own your own stuff, mm -hmm. and and have sober assessment about who you really are. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, but do you have anything you want or any advice or anything you good on your end? Well, I um real quick, I think what what the Saunders have have said, you know. Um, I think it speaks volumes, I think, and we've touched on this throughout the conversation, it doesn't just apply to the polygyny lifestyle or polygamy lifestyle. Um, a lot of these things that we've touched on apply to, you know, people who are monogamous. Um, and I think maturity and growth and evolution plays a big part in going from point A to point B all the way to point Z, so. And, and you're right, it does apply to monogamous. Yes. I, I do not say that I'm in a polygynous relationship. Mm -hmm. My husband is. Right. I'm in a monogamous relationship with him. He's right. in a polygynous relationship because he has multiple women. So that's the mindset that I think women who are interested in this lifestyle have to consider if this is the route that they want to go. And, and then right. understand that some people don't deserve to be, to be in monogamous relationships. <laughs> right. Really. Don't procreate, you know, go be a janitor somewhere to help somebody else who, who put the work in to be better people. Right. right. For real. 
All righty. Um, so uh, really quickly, I know y'all mentioned that you got a few different business. If people are interested in buying some herbs and sea moss from you all and whatever, or if they just have more questions about the lifestyle that, you know, they may want to know a little bit more about where can they find you all where they can, where can they support you all's business? So, so my, um, my IG is Kel knows K E L K N O W S. Um, and my, it was crazy. I think I'm gonna start doing a lot, a little bit more lives about just not polygyny, but just relationships period. Um, but our business that we have is Sinkel Herbs, S-Y-N-K-E-L-H-E-R-B-S. And we have um, products for um, uh, male enhancement, circulation, you know, just all around a good male tea called His Tea. We have a tea called Her Tea, which it goes around like um, mood. Um, uterine care. Uterine care, fertility. Hormone um, imbalance. Hormone balance, all the above. Um, and um, uh, amazing reviews. And then we have a detox tea. It's called Everyday Detox that's made to rid the body of acid, mucus, parasites, and give the body the nutrients. And then we have different um, 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 variations of sea moss gel. Uh, we get, all of our stuff is wildcrafted. Um, our sea moss gel has a lot of great um, feedback from people about it, it tastes great because of how we how we cook it, how we make it, and it's um and, and it has medicinal properties because we mix it with other herbs. And that's Sinkel S Y N K E L Herbs dot com. All right, that definitely sounds um great. So y'all please go and um support their business, especially if you're looking to get that natural healing you know i think we all probably need to get on that website and see what we can find that could kind of help us out um but i just really just want to just thank you all from the bottom of my heart for just being willing to be so vulnerable and just kind of letting us into you know a a part of you all's life that you know i'm sure that even though y'all have shared it with some of y'all family, some of y'all friends, you know, there's still a lot more of the people that know you all that don't know this. And now, you know, they definitely will. And plus other people would know. So I just thank you all for just being so vulnerable to be able to educate people about it so that they can understand that it's just a bit more than what we probably thought it was and what we have seen on on tv so we we definitely um appreciate you all taking time out your busy schedule to come on and um just be vulnerable with us and just and just share um so as usual i'm gonna leave um everyone with just a a poem um well not a poem i would say a quote um there are all kinds of love in this world but never the same love twice and this quote is from fk fitzgerald so uh, again, listeners, thank you all for joining us on another episode of She's So Out of Order. And I can't wait to see you all again. Yeah, I'm the token. Shining on them, guess I'm the token now. Real bright, call me a golden shot. Look around, I know when it's chosen. Look around, yeah, I'm the token. Shining on them, guess I'm the token now. Real bright, call me a golden shot.
for the daily grind. Shit.